Let us know you're listening. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Final Forecast. Or send us an email at finalforecast at gmail.com. This episode of the Final Forecast is brought to you in part by the Book Exchange, where Mountaineers go since 1934. Check out their two locations, downtown Morgantown and Evansdale, or online bookexchangewb.com. Recorded live in Japan, Israel, Mexico, and Morgantown, West by God, Virginia, with your hosts, Kevin Jones, Deshaun Butler, John Flowers, and our lovely co-host, Ashley. This is the Final Forecast. What's going on, everybody? Good morning from Japan. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kevin Jones. Um, hopefully, we'll have uh, Deshaun here in a little bit. John is traveling to one of his games in Mexico, and Ash is currently out right now. So, you have to deal with me, and only me for right now. And our producer, Dave, of course. He's going to jump in and out of the uh, conversation today. And um, yeah, hi, we got excited. How are you? Hey, hey, Dave. Dave, what's going on, buddy? I like how you said, uh, hi, only me. You know, like... You have to deal with only me right now. Oh, so I mean, talk solo for the rest of the episode. I'm just you're on your own, buddy. Hey, listen, nope. Nope. this is what you have to do. I, sometimes I have to carry the show, so it's, it's nothing new for me. No, oh. <laughs> this is nothing okay. new for me. <laughs> it's new to me, and I added the damn thing. <laughs> What's been going on, Dave? I'm, I miss you, buddy. Uh, well, that's a lie. Yeah, uh, it is, but <laughs> it's all right. Uh-huh. White lies are fine. Uh, White lies. What do you mean by white lies, Kevin? Uh, well, you know. No, I don't. But uh, people are sick of pe- people are sick of John, so we thought we'd get you back. No, you you don't say. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, I, I think that's I think John. how how John tends to dominate conversations. I think people are like, oh my god, let someone else speak. Yeah, I mean, I, I miss you guys though, man. I feel like I've been out of the loop, so I'm glad to be back. Well, you know you can subscribe to our podcast on all major podcast services. Mm. No, I didn't know that, See but thanks for there. telling me. Yeah, yeah I, I, I did. I like that. I like that mark. So where have scheme. you been? Well, right now I'm currently in Japan. It is nine o'clock in the morning, and um, yeah, you know I got to do what I got to do for my for my people. I got to come through. So uh, yeah, I've been here for about a month now. I've been playing um, my new team in Japan, uh, Tokyo Alvark. Uh, the defending champions of the league. So uh, I'm glad to be here, man. It's a good start. And um, yeah, we I've had two wins so far, my first two games that I played. So I'm also a good start out here. That's cool. When do you, when do you usually go out there? Because you kind of, for all that uh, don't know, uh, Kevin is part of a group chat of the Final Forecast. And I said, oh, Kevin, when do you leave? And he told me I left two weeks ago. Uh, so that really screwed the things up that I had planned. So when do you usually leave for a, a summer game? So uh, this year was kind of different more than any other year because I kind of had to keep it on the low uh, because of the situation. Now, here's a long situation, hard to explain, but I couldn't tell anybody but like my really close friends. And not saying that you're not a close friend, Dave, but we you know, go again. it was just... 
I, I had to, man. I couldn't say anything. I couldn't let information leak out because it could have been detrimental to me, you know? So I had to keep it on yeah. the low. And uh, when I finally was able to, you know, spread the word, then, you know, I, everybody knew. So it it was it was tough doing that because I had to do that for about two or three weeks. I was hearing nobody. Some most people didn't know where I was. So, yeah. yeah, it was tough doing that. But now I'm here. Everybody knows and I'm good to go. So how do you decide where you want to go? Like, I don't understand the process because, you know, I barely know sports or how to do anything. So how do you get like. Does your manager get contacted by by teams, or do you yeah. say I want to go here, or how uh, does that work? So I mean, uh, everybody has an agent, so their agent um, will get contacted by teams, and the teams will be like, "Yeah, we want your player, and we're offering them X amount of money." And the agent will come back to you and say, "How do you feel about this? They're offering this, and usually guys will try to get." Uh, more money than they're first offered and then they see how it goes and if everything pans out then they end up going to the team it's it's really cut and dry it's not it's not a whole big complex situation where did you play before in japan i was in okinawa japan and now i'm in tokyo okay were you just wanting yeah. to see the country or was it just a better offer uh it was it was a better offer and of course like i said it was it's the uh defending champions of the league so it's like I mean, you can't turn that down. And plus, the money was great. So all of those things went into account. So I'm here now. What What are the crowds like at these games? Like, you think of, see, I tend to think of, like, uh, basketball as a very American sport. But we, ha we had it in Australia, too. Uh, mm -hmm. Don't know if you know about the Perth Wildcats. Woo! Uh, I mean, um, no, actually, Australia is really big in, in basketball. So, yeah, I actually do. They, they defeated uh, Team USA this summer, I want to say. So they're, oh, really? they're actually pretty big in basketball, yeah. Uh, Tanner McGrew, who you practice with this mm -hmm. summer, who uh, may come on the show very soon. Uh, I think he played in Australia too. Uh, I'm friends with his wife. Okay, um, cool. And I think he's going to come on and talk about it. But I, I like I I just never understood. Like I know Japan has baseball too. Have you ever thought about uh, crossing the sports there, doing a, uh -oh. doing a Michael Jordan thing? I mean, I, I am a multi, you know, I am a multi athlete. I like to say that I'm good at everything that I do. So if if the time so what comes, about, what about your I, musical career, KJ? I, you know, I want to drop some bars for people, but I'm not sure if they're ready for it. I you don't want to just you don't want to just uh, creep up on people like that. You know, you got to let people know that it's coming and then get prepared for it. So I got a few bars for people. You know, a couple diss tracks. But uh, I'm not gonna release that yet. So a don't of worry. Distracts? Yeah, I got a couple of diss tracks with people. You know, we're we gonna feud. Are we gonna feud with all the podcast hosts together? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. We're going at everybody. We're going at. Nah, I'm not gonna name. I'm not gonna name nobody. But yeah, we're going at everybody this summer. We this is this is a summer of growth. Not playing around, and we oh, going wow. straight at people's necks. You hear me, Dave? Wow, that's very violent. I know, but wow, this with this. Okay, the the podcast so, game is a very violent sport. So. Yeah, we'll have to uh, beat up Unreasonable Doubt and Raspy Voice Kids and just corner the market of violent podcasters. Hey, why not? That's that's a market, right? Yeah. It's our lane. So did you hear any of the episodes that John did with his fan and also uh, Jordan McCabe? Yeah, you guys did a really good job. Uh, I told you guys you did a good job on those episodes, especially the uh, the Jordan one. I, I, was enjo I enjoyed all of those. So you guys did a good job. He wants Dave. to come back. I think... I think he wants some questions that aren't about his love life. I mean, John is always going to, John finds a way to get to somebody's relationship. I don't know why he does it, but he just likes to know about everybody's relationship. So 
I think he's trying to see if anyone else is as mean to their significant <laughs> other as he is to Jess. I mean, I think he's going to find out in time that no, that's <laughs> never. Nobody's ever uh, as mean as him. So I don't think anyone else would put up with his shit. Yeah, I mean, you had to be a special person to to uh, put up with John, but uh, yeah, John's a great Very guy. Special man. indeed. John's a great guy. So Deshaun said he might join us, but uh, for everyone listening, Deshaun, who barely responds to his text messages, I am holding him accountable on Instagram direct messages, and he said he might be a smidge late, and it's two forty-five wow. in the morning his time in Israel. So God knows what he's been doing. Um, oh man. Right, Ooh, that's life lived. That's that's all I have to right? say about that. That's dedication. You're talking about nine a.m. in the morning. Come on, this is almost three o'clock in Israel. This is He's true. Sacrificing for the for the audience. I don't know if I could ever do that for y'all. I don't know if our relationship runs that deep yet. We'll see. <laughs> I, I don't acknowledge the three a.m. You all can just do whatever you want and send me the files. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, you just have to punch me in for whenever I can. Is is that? Yeah, we can do that, right? Like if somebody yeah. doesn't want to record at the same time as somebody else, you can do your, well, own this, your own. This is the problem for our audience is that this year's schedule is so messed up um, because, like like uh, Paul says in the intro, we are everywhere. So. Ashley is out uh, becoming a vigilante. She's got night duties doing that. She's running around as the night DJ causing terror mm. in Morgantown. And is she now? You are, you are <laughs> um, 13 hours ahead. Mm-hmm. John is three hours behind. And Deshaun is six hours ahead. So I don't know if we'll all be on one episode together. Hey, listen, because I, I it think sounds that horrifying. I think that we could make that work though. We we found ways we found ways to make it work. I think we can do it. We all just gotta put our heads together and the people we gotta give the people what they want at the end of the day. It's not about us. It's about the what people. If, what if we did like some okay, what if we did some generic liners like so we can slot each other in later, so we'll just record it separately and I can be like Haha Kevin, that was a very amusing story. Yeah, because that doesn't sound planned at all, Dave. No, the weather's yeah, pretty that's... good outside. That that nah, I don't think that'll work. We gotta come up with something different. Don't worry. Are you we'll... watching Lost on ABC too? <laughs> Netflix is good. I don't, I'm not feeling any one of those. That uh, we have a special guest that's about to come on. Mm. Mm. Who is our special guest again? Well, his name is J.J. Johnson. He was born and raised in West Virginia. He graduated from WVU in 2010 with a degree in sport management. Right. Hmm. So, you know, sport related to sports, cool, right? Yep. But uh, no, he founded West Virginia Paranormal Investigations in 2007. I like it. I'm a big fan of paranormal, just uh, those shows in general and ghost hunters and all that stuff. I'm a big fan, so I got a lot of questions. I'm ready. You seen any ghost activity in Japan? Uh, No. We can ask him if if it's a hotspot there. It It might be. What if it is? Then what? What do I do after that? I don't know. Look carefully at night. Announce when you're coming Ho- into a room. Hopefully, no ghost tries to have um, unsolicited sex with me. Listeners, our friends at the Book Exchange want you to look your best at the upcoming football and basketball seasons. You can get 25% off the largest selection of WVU apparel and souvenirs at the BX with the promo code bx 4 final 4 that code again is BX4FINAL4. You can use this code 
at either store in Morgantown or online at bookexchangewv.com. The entire family can look the best with thousands of name brand styles for men, women, and those mini mountaineers. We have a special guest today in our more spookier episodes, seeing as though Halloween is upcoming. Uh, we have Jonathan Johnson. Do you do you like to be described as a ghost hunter or what what is what do you like your title to be? He he uh, looks for paranormal activity and he's a he's got guy based out of West Virginia. Uh, do you what what do you like to be called? What's your title? Ghost hunter, paranormal investigator, anything. I'm I'm cool with that. That's that's great. Okay, man. And I I think this is a very special episode because for me, I'm very big into the paranormal scene. I love the paranormal movies and I'm into ghosts and spirits and all that stuff and I believe in a lot of in a lot of those things. So to have a guy who specializes in this is a very big honor to have on our show. So welcome, John. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I'm very excited to talk to you guys. Yeah, man, we're excited to talk to you too, man. So let's just get this started. I wanted to ask a question. So do our ghosts, are you naturally inclined as a person naturally inclined to be like, I guess I would say, would you say haunted by ghosts or seen by ghosts or bothered by ghosts? That's a really good question. Uh, everybody has their own sensitivity to the paranormal. Uh, it's funny that you bring that up. I just did a presentation down in Charleston and I spoke with one of the people who were there and he said he's been investigating for 15 years and he's never had an, uh, a paranormal event happen to him. So he asked me if that was just something that was wrong with him and I said no, everybody is different. So you're 100% spot on, everybody has their own sensitivity. Some people, even if you're open to the idea, um, just because everybody's different you may not have the same experience as the guy next to you does yeah yeah that's true and i've always because i felt like i've had some experiences where i felt you know maybe some something else was in the room or it felt something like come over me or something like that that felt like another presence was around me and it just you know i didn't I didn't so much believe in ghosts when I was younger, but I feel like as I got older and you experience more things in life, you start, you know, becoming a little bit more of a believer. So when, when was, did you ever have a ghost experience and when was your first ghost experience if you did have one? I didn't have one that got me into the field. I, I grew up hearing stories. My mom grew up in a house that she always told me was haunted. So I always had that natural curiosity about it. But once I got to college, I actually, when I got to WVU, uh, I started doing more research and I founded my group, uh, West Virginia Paranormal Investigations, and started going out and exploring these abandoned haunted locations. Uh, the first major experience I ever had, uh, I was in a pretty famous place in West Virginia called the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. And I was in the wing all by myself. There's nobody else there. I turned around and panned my light across and in the middle of the hallway there was a dark black shadow figure that blocked out my light. Uh, by the time I turned my light back across the hall it was completely gone. Uh, I explored everywhere, there was nobody else there, there was no natural explanation. That was the first time where I just felt deep down that there's definitely something else out there. That's so crazy to hear because I, 
you know you always you see these shows and you see uh like shows like ghost hunters and and things of that nature and you're like oh man these are this isn't nothing people are running away from you know just shadows or people are just being afraid of their you know own imagination but i feel like this stuff is real and what you guys do is you know um exposing people to another other things that are out there in this world and it's crazy because do you think that um do you think that ghosts can actually hurt people have you ever heard of a case of a ghost actually harming somebody or do or are they just a presence absolutely ghosts come in many different shapes and sizes so to speak uh i believe that a lot of what people see as ghosts are just trapped spirits or spirits who uh of a person who has passed on and is still here and just like in regular everyday life, you have good people and you have bad people. So when you have a negative person and that spirit is still here, it can be a negative spirit. Uh, I've been in a location uh, called the Sally House in Atchison, Kansas, where I was scratched. I had three long scratches down my forearm with no uh, nobody else around me, no natural explanation. So I 100% believe that they can. It's very rare. I don't think it's a common thing, but they can absolutely do harm. So when you when you investigate, what are you investigating? Just the presence or how to get rid of them? Or say someone, you know, encounters something like they got scratched or something falls down. What's your role and what's usually the outcome of it? Basically, we're there just to validate whatever they're they're experiencing. So if we go in and we use our tools and our equipment and we can catch something that shows, yes, there's something else here that just gives credence to that person's story and shows, hey, yeah, I'm really not crazy, which most of the time is all they really want is to be feel normal about the situation. Uh, I don't do any kind of cleansings or anything like that. If it's really bad, we say contact a priest or a clergy member, come in and do a blessing. But most of the time, you know, we're going in just to try to, to validate that there's activity going on. Mm. Have you ever been somewhere where somebody was kind of crazy and they thought something was happening and it, and it was nothing there? Or have every, has every story been validated? Unfortunately, that happens a lot more than I would care to admit. <laughs> uh, we actually have cut way back on doing in-home investigations for that reason. Um, not to say that everybody is crazy, but a lot of people just want attention for whatever reason. And that's an easy way to get people to give you attention. But there's been many times where we go in and there's just nothing that happens. So, yeah, you're mm. spot on there. So when, when you encounter something like that and, and, and someone says, you know, I've heard these creaks in my floorboard or I've seen something in the corner of my eye, uh, what, what do you do? What's your next step? You're, you don't do them so much anymore, but what did you used to do to check, you know, and investigate all this stuff? Do you... What kind of equipment stuff do you use? Like how 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 does this work? We're so confused. <laughs> and interested at the they, same time, like, like Ghostbusters. Like this is I this know. Is like, how accurate is Ghostbusters? Yeah, how <laughs> all the all the movies that we see. How accurate is that? Can you trap somebody and can you trap a ghost in like a contraption that you made and keep them it's in there? Zero percent. Uh, just to break it up, guys. Uh, Deshaun Butler has joined the group chat. Hello, everybody. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, hey, buddy? Nothing much. I, I see we have a, a a very 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 unique guest here. Could you please fill me in on what I've missed so far? 
Yes, uh, we have Mr. Jonathan Johnson here. He's a paranormal investigator based out of West Virginia. Some of the things that he does throughout his time as a paranormal investigator, so it's very interesting stuff. And you really? should not mess the show up by your stupid questions that you'll ask. I'm sorry, I can't help myself. We have, we have tried to organize a full episode forever. And I'm like, surely not 2 a.m. That's too late for uh, Deshaun in Israel. But no, here he is at almost 3 a.m. Dedicated to the cause. Because and, I care. Uh, and he I'm, cares. He cares. Jonathan, you are honored with this. <laughs> and I am sorry that he has derailed your interview. No, I Apologies, love it. Jonathan. It's great. You're actually, it. you're actually the most mature Jonathan we've had on this show. So let's clap it up. <laughs> by right? far. By far. Speaking, speaking of immature Jonathans, uh, Jonathan, have you been listening to our show for a while? I have, yes. One of our co-hosts, of which they will not be named, uh, claims to have had an encounter with the spectral world, um, so much so that they keep talking about it whenever possible. Do you think he actually had a spooky sexual encounter with a ghost, or did he just have a really embarrassing wet dream that he's trying to cover up? <laughs> I mean, that's a good we- excuse if that's the case. I mean... A ghost sex sounds a lot better than wet dream, so I'll give him that. <laughs> but there is a lot of uh, history and lore on that. There's actually uh, a demon that's called a succubus, which is a female demon who is said to have sex with males uh, while they sleep. So uh, if he's wow. a up, he picked a good good one to go with. I heard that. Validate him, I heard that's like a nickname for ex-wives as well. <laughs> succubus. <laughs> I'm just I'm just telling you what I've heard. Hey, I didn't make it up, people. So you went to the Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum, right? Yeah, did I've I get that right? There many times. That's that's a big West Virginia tourist destination for like seeing spectral stuff, right? It's right up there, number one or number two in the state, and maybe even in the country. Guys, have you been to that? Yeah, I've never I've... heard of it. Really? Yeah, I've never heard of it. Oh, it's crazy. I've what what part of West Virginia is it in? It's in western Southern. West Virginia. It's about yeah. uh, an okay. hour and a half south of Morgantown. Yeah. Okay. Do you know any of the lore behind it, John? Oh, I mean, there's tons and tons of stories. Um, deaths upon deaths upon deaths in that place. And the living conditions were horrendous. It's hard to believe that people actually live that way. So if ever a place was going to be haunted, that would be the place. You said you got touched, like scraped by something there, right? Or was, am I confusing the two? That was at a different location, but yeah, I've been scratched, touched, pushed, heard voices, seen things, just about everything you can think of. Wow. Kevin, you're the ghost expert. You got to get, you got to jump in here, buddy. I'm, I'm an expert. I didn't say I was an expert. I'm trying to learn from an expert. So what I, <laughs> I guess what I, what I was saying um, is that uh, I think that like I, when I was growing up that I didn't I wasn't really big on like ghost stories and I always thought that anybody that said that they had an encounter was was like crazy or just had a crazy imagination like I said just growing up getting older that you learn more things and you see more things and um I just want to know like is there a particular hotbed for as as I would say a hotbed for like ghost or like <laughs> spiritual activity sorry, sorry. is there like a, a place that bed, you go sorry. is there is there like a bed. place that you go is like guaranteed that you'll be that you'll like see something paranormal there's never a place that's 100 percent guaranteed there are definitely places that are more active than others 
the uh, Lunatic Asylum is a great place. Also, the old uh, West Virginia Penitentiary in Moundsville was another place. That's what place I saw, actually. Sorry. Uh, was really, really nasty when it was active. It was, like, actually holding prisoners. And there were a lot of deaths and a lot of bad things that happened there. So it's another place that's extremely active. Mm. I think I think one thing that we, we really haven't covered, but Daisha will benefit from. So Will I? you were a sports management major. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where are you going? Like, How do you go from... It's like, where is this going? I don't know. The, the night is young. Uh, <laughs> you went from a sports management major to... Uh, a paranormal investigator. I mean, how how do you go from one to that? I wish it was my full-time job. It's, it's not. I work in sales right now, so that's what pays the bills. This is more of a, a hobby that I spend a lot of time doing. Uh, but yeah, just like I said, growing up, uh, always having a fascination and wanting to learn more, uh, and then having some of these cool locations in West Virginia be able to visit has really uh, sparked the, the passion to, to learn more about it. Hmm. That's just such a such a leap, though. Like, like I guess, how do you even get started? As a, yeah, as a ghost yeah. Hunter, when did when did, when did you feel like I? You know what? This is really <laughs> grasping my attention. I would like to learn more about this. Like, what? When was your encounter? Did you have an encounter of any kind? Nothing. Nothing specific. Uh, I when I got to WVU, I started to, to research it more, and then once I started to talk to people and had people tell me more stories and then started to do my own investigations going out to these places then I started to have experiences and that just cemented it in my mind uh, that I was for sure doing the right thing and that there's definitely something out there do you want to be our special guest on our next fan day episode Send us an email to finalforecast at gmail.com with your info and why you should be our next fan interview. So is there a class or anything that you have to go to that, you know, you get like certified as a ghost hunter or are you pretty much kind of like a rogue, like on your own, just doing your thing? A lot of it is learning by experience. There's definitely no classes or degrees or anything like that. There's a lot of books out there. I've read a lot of books. Uh, I've talked to a lot of people who have been doing it for a long time. So a lot of it's just learning as you go and putting yourself in situations to kind of to grow as an investigator and, and learn more about the field. Question. Got you. Got you. So, so you said you. Uh, you know, you read a lot of books and you put yourself in certain situations. That's what I was curious about. What about like uh, this scenario made you say, all right, cool. I'm on the right track. Like these breadcrumbs are leading me to to believe that this is going on. Because, you know, you like anybody that learns anything, they kind of they need something that gears them in that direction. Like if I felt like basketball wasn't getting me anywhere when I was like 15 I, or 12 or whatever, I would have probably stopped. But somebody was like, yeah, you're pretty good or this is working for me. And I saw it and I continued. So what about this made you say, oh, you know what? Like, this is a really good point, And I found somewhat proof to it. Absolutely. Yeah. Everything is every investigation is, is going to be different. It's going to be a learning experience. So like uh, the first time I ever saw something uh, that was a learning experience, the first time I ever felt something like touch me that was another learning experience 
Uh, when I first got into it, uh, seeing a, a shadow or hearing a door open and close by itself with nobody in the area, everything just added up one on top of another just to give me that validation that, that I was on the right track. And I also was able to, to have people reach out to me and confide in me. And then I, as I got more into it, I was able to not to become famous by any stretch, but to gain a little bit more notoriety and do a couple of TV shows and things like that, where it just kind of validated everything that I was doing. Okay. What TV shows you been on? I was on the travel channel show called Paranormal Challenge, uh, as well as Ooh. the A&E show, My Ghost Story. Okay. So what's your ghost story? Is, is, that the, is it one that you've already shared with us? It's not. It was at a, a school in Moundsville, which is actually a couple of streets away from the penitentiary up there. Uh, we investigated it, and we had quite a few uh, instances take place there. Uh, we were able to capture a couple of voices. Uh, we were able to capture a couple uh, visual evidence, pieces of visual evidence as well. Um, so it was, it was cool. I got to fly to L.A. Uh, and film and everything. So it was an awesome experience. Hmm. So like, or like you said, you had your first experience in Moundsville. Is there something that you do or like a regular, anybody else, like a, any person, any regular Joe off the street does to attract a ghost? Cause I mean, obviously like they're not going to be in one place a lot of the times. So like everyone's like in a different house or a different penitentiary or wherever the case may be, wherever ghosts are, whatever the hotbed for ghosts are hotbed. It's a good one. But, uh, <laughs> wherever they are, hey, stop stealing my words there. <laughs> that actually, you didn't create that. I word, literally but, made but, um, that up just when I said you did it. not right, create right. the word. But go on. Up. But, but anyway, but go on. I, I will can, go on. Can I? Can I? Anyway, <laughs> what do you think, uh, Jonathan, attracts ghosts to people or attracts? I mean, yeah, attracts ghosts to people is it has to be a certain attraction or something that links because not everybody sees ghosts, even if they're in the same building, and you don't see it or feel it. But maybe like a person can. Definitely. Yeah. Putting yourself in, in the situations. I mean, obviously, if you spend more time in places that are reported to have activity, you have a much higher chance to experience that. But also just being open to it before you learn to, to use any kind of equipment or anything like that. What I always tell people is just to learn to trust your instincts. If you go into a location and you just have a, a feeling that there's something around you, there's something near you watching you and you learn to, to understand that and uh, use that as a tool on its own, uh, then that makes you a lot more uh, susceptible to be able to, to pick up that activity. But everybody's different. So you could be standing right next to me uh, and I could see something and you couldn't or vice versa. So it's, it's really uh, a kind of hit or miss thing that's dependent on the person. I also had a question. How how do you conduct an investigation? Like, what is there certain like tools you use, or is is there certain things that, like, that you can hear the ghost voice that maybe is not like that you can't purchase at like a freaking a Radio Shack or like CVS? Is there certain like <laughs> high like high tech uh like gadgets that you have to to catch these voices and these uh, spirits on on camera? Yeah, there, there's a lot of different types of, of equipment. There's a lot of low-tech stuff that we do use, uh, just like regular off-the-shelf voice recorders, things like that you can use. Uh, but then we do have a lot of specialty equipment that's made specifically for uh, paranormal investigations or ghost hunting, uh, stuff to either hear uh, or see what we can't see with our natural eyes and ears. 
Is that why on every TV show, everyone hunts in night vision mode? <laughs> Most people do it. The TV shows definitely do it because it's creepier and it looks better on TV. Uh, but there are a lot of reasons why you would actually do it at night and why we actually investigate at night. Number one is there's usually less going on wherever we are. So if you go into mm. a house or a business or whatever the case is, there's going to be a lot less going on around. So it's going to be easier to focus and hear and see. And then most of the time people are free at night. Most of the time people aren't working at night. So there are some good reasons mm. to do it at night, but also it definitely looks creepier. A question. I like to kind of like piggyback off of Kevin's question. Like, how do you like some places like I, I know, like I can go online and look up a place and in any state or any city and it'll be like you know people it's like a scary place like you know it used to be a jail or it used to be something like that and it's not there anymore it's run down or shut down but do you like before you induct like conduct your uh your investigations like do you you get people that call you and go like this place is haunted like check it out type deal like how does that like how do you how do you go from like uh just hanging out one day to all right we're gonna go here and check this place out like yeah, absolutely. We get we get calls and messages all the time. Um, I, I do uh, presentations and things like that, and people will, will contact me and reach out to me that way. Uh, a lot of times uh, we'll just drive around and we'll see a place and be like, man, that place looks haunted. And we'll try to reach out to the owner and see if we can find the owner and get in that way. We do things a little bit different than a lot of people do. Uh, I'd rather go in not knowing any kind of history of the location. Uh, that way my mind's not made up beforehand that I'm going to have something happen. If I go in and I don't know anything, but then I capture something and talk to the owner or the historian or whoever afterwards, and they can validate that, that just makes it a little bit more credible in my mind. Is there a difference between a ghost and a spirit? I always wanted to know. Like, is there a difference between that? In my opinion, there's not. It's just basic terminology. Uh, like I said, ghosts and spirits can, can mean a lot of different things, but... In my opinion, majority of the time, it's somebody who was who was living and who has passed on, and their spirit hasn't hasn't crossed over yet. So, ghost spirits and demons are like all the same thing, basically. Demons are a whole different subject. Uh, I grew up in a very religious family, and I'm still religious. Demons are something that's never been a human, and they are the worst of the worst, and they're extremely rare. Most of the TV shows will be like, "Oh, this is a demon," or "That's a demon," and that's. So, is that in your study, though? I've, I've only been to one place that I've ever thought was possibly demonic. Uh, and that was the place that I got scratched at. Mm-hmm. Oh, could you, could you go in depth in that story, please? Yeah, we were at a place called the Sally House in Atchison, Kansas. Uh, we were actually staying there. We stayed there a total uh, of three or four nights living there, investigating day and night. Uh, and during the investigation, uh, at one point, I was not around anything that could could scratch me or not around any person and i felt a pain on my arm and i looked down and i had three long scratches down the length of my entire forearm so that that's the worst that's ever happened to me do you own any animals there were no animals there no that they were it was three people there and none of them were in the same room as me when it happened wow yeah that's crazy so so none of these experiences like that's what i was gonna ask none of these experiences just like stare you away from like all right this is enough you know maybe i should stop messing with this stuff because do you do you ever believe that these things can like 
come back to you and like haunt you in like your everyday life or are you just like i'm in a i'm in a knowledge i'm in a search of knowledge of of all these things so i'm not gonna let anything like stop me or is there a point where you're like okay maybe i should kind of get out of this this profession like if he has ghost groupies <laughs> No, Dave. Like if he—that was the question. I don't think that that, that question. wasn't ghost groupies. No, no, Dave. Not not just having a hangout with the spirit just, world. <laughs> no, not ghost groupies. Like, do are you afraid of like all of this stuff? Uh, maybe you know, following you back and you know, causing like I guess bad, bad things on you. I I I mean, I'm hesitant and I'm um careful about it. I'm not scared. I've definitely had stuff follow me back before. We, we've had stuff happen in my home after an investigation. Uh, usually uh, it's nothing serious and it doesn't bother me. So, I mean, I'm, I am aware that there are consequences for sure, but I think the positives and learning outweigh the negatives. But there might be a time where something happens where I'm like, okay, I'm good. But so far that hasn't happened. Have you heard any you. like scary stories about like, 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 uh, what's the worst that you've ever heard happen to somebody that's in the business that you're in? You know, like, uh, you got scratched and you, and you say you have brought ghosts back to your home and nothing serious has happened, maybe. But, like, have you heard, like, scary stories about, you know, the worst case scenario of uh, people that are in your business? For sure. I mean, there have been people who uh, have absolutely got to the point where, like, okay, this is enough. They have enough activity or enough negative negative things happen in their life that they can attribute to, to being in the field where they just wash their hands of it. Um, I, I, there was a, a guy I used to investigate with out of California. Um, he still does it, but he quit for a while. Uh, he had uh, a, his glass door that was like a sliding glass door shatter. Um, and he, he swears that nothing was there. Nothing could have done it. Um, so, I mean, stuff like that will, will really change the way you think about it versus uh, you hear a, a bump on the wall or something like that. This sounded like such a good idea when I saw your message earlier today. And now I am one of those jumpy people that thinks <laughs> that my house is being burgled the second that I turn off the lights. Uh, I think every creek is someone about to attack me. So thank you for already destroying my sleep tonight oh you're very welcome <laughs> nothing that x videos hey. can't off. <laughs> <laughs> wow okay i just don't want, i don't want to see anything oh, what, a, you, what a good time to wrap this up so to speak <laughs> john can we get you back on the show yeah anytime you want me you just, just send me a message I'll, I'll i'll be happy to join you guys talk to talk to the other john and walk him through all his his problems yeah, we might need your you might need to be here for connections. A, you might need to be here for a year to help him through his problems. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's anything that can save. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> Next time you guys are all in West Virginia, we'll go on a ghost hunt together and, and see what happens. Yeah, I really want to. I I will really go. I will let all of you go do that. <laughs> we'll record but just, everything. We'll have proof. I don't want to just mess with any. Like I just don't want anything coming back with me there. I don't want to mess with the gangster ghosts. Just just like the the scared ones. <laughs> the nice ones? Okay. Yeah, just the nice ones. I'll, yeah, introduce me to like Casper and, and all them dudes, but I'm, <laughs> there you go. anybody else? Oh, I'm quickly, gonna... which is which is the most scientifically accurate ghost movie for people watching Halloween movies right now? Oh, geez, none of them. Uh, they're, they're do you watch ghost movies? Scare, which they do a good job of, so I'll give them that. It's harder for me to get into them just because I know how 
crazy and fantastical they are. But mm. I mean, they, they have you seen good. Poltergeist with Michael J. Fox? I saw it a long time ago. I haven't watched I it recently. Say, I would assume he has, being that Michael J. Fox hasn't really been in too many new movies. So I think that <laughs> if he's over the age of 26, that he's probably seen the older Michael J. Fox movies. Just a guesstimate. I'd listen to you. Yeah, Relax. I'm 32. I, I graduated <laughs> WVU in 2010, so I was there when you guys went to the Final Four. So I've seen awesome the Michael J. You guys. Oh, appreciate you. Oh, oh nice. we're happy to have you here, bro. Yeah, man. I heard you. I heard you were gonna be here, and I rushed home. I rushed home. <laughs> That's not true, but okay, good. Yeah. No, I, I, I definitely <laughs> did rush home. Now I was still drinking. The second I was the boy kicked him out for another you reason. Rushed home for another reason. Once again, home. I can only afford uh, so many drinks. So <laughs> I can only afford so many drinks tonight. <laughs> Round of applause for Jonathan Johnson, everybody. Nice to have you all, man. We gotta have you on again. Appreciate it. No, Thank you. Definitely. Anytime, guys. Basketball season is here, baby. We trust their climb and are all in with a redeem team. And if you're not, well, why the hell are you listening to us? We got my man Deshaun back. What's going on, buddy? Nothing much, my friend. Nothing much. Just uh, soaking up some sun. Oh, are you? What time is it right now? It's uh, 3.22 a.m. actually. Oh, 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 is it? Soaking up some it's- sun. So that means you had a late night, huh? No, no, no. This is almost like Alaska. This is a great place. It's, oh, okay. Got gotcha. you. So Israel is almost like Alaska. Got gotcha. you. Almost. I'm in a desert. <laughs> it's more but that's the only difference. Usual. Yes, the only difference. Exactly. Great place. So. What's, what's been going on, man? How's, how's the team? How's your new team looking? You enjoying being out in Israel again? This is what? The second year in a row, right? Yeah, man. Very much so. I'm, I'm actually extremely excited. Uh, I was kind of worried that... Uh, I was going to be uh, in a scenario where, uh, how can I put it? I didn't know too much about the coach and I didn't know too much about the guys on the team. So I was like in an unsure scenario getting here and then meeting everybody and playing the games. Everything's been like pretty awesome so far. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Yeah, so yeah, is yeah. that what I say is Israel your market, so to speak now? Do you do you find yourself more comfortable in Israel or is it just like the situations that's brought you back there? Uh, I, f- I feel like the situation kind of brought me back here, but uh, nonetheless, I'm happy to be here. It's like, yeah. you know, it's a great country to play in. Um, small place, so I can get back and forth home every night after games and not have to have like a two day or a, uh, overnight trip to go back home. So like, you know, it's like a good scenario to be in. Weather's beautiful, people are nice. I can't really complain. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So we just found out from um, our uh, guest, Jonathan, that um, hotbeds for ghosts are Israel, Japan, and Mexico. So me, you, and John are all screwed. So I just wanted to let you know that. I don't, I don't know. I got to talk to Jonathan some more. I got to talk to Jonathan some more. I, I, was, I kind of feel like his stories are getting a little vague. I got to... I'm oh, talk to him what are you trying to say? You trying to say there's some I'm controversy going on? I'm, I'm questioning Jonathan's methods. I didn't want to do it while he was on the show because I was afraid. I'm just joking. You're, no. calling, <laughs> you're calling out a guy that could literally summon a demon. Yeah, I know. I don't want to do that. I'm just joking. Summon it. Where did that come he's from? Not, I know. Did you? He's not he, summoning he can't a demon. Summon a demon. He's not a witch doctor. <laughs> he's like, not a you know? <laughs> he's not. I don't think that's how yeah. demons work. I don't think they take. You don't know what. You don't a, know what favors he's earned in the spirit world. <laughs> I, he you're right. I don't. Favor. He doesn't he earn favors. He's favor. trying to catch these. Yeah, he's trying to catch what these if someone, guys. What if someone was like, oh, so he's right. Ghostbusters? Is what you're saying? 
Pretty much. Yeah, what if someone's like, oh, get rid of this ghost out of my house? And he's just like, oh, yeah, sure. And the ghost is like, hey, just no. It's It's me, Todd. It's (laughs) It's me, Todd. Come on. I built this damn house. And he's trying to kick me out. I built this house for my wife. And You think ghosts are cutting deals now? You think you're cutting favors (laughs) to to not get caught? Like, come on, Before you open this, Before you open this box and put me in the box, just (laughs) let let me talk to you for a second. Come come on. Let's let's wrap for a taste. This this is getting out of hand. Let's not Let's do this. These people, these people have been trying to get me out of this house for 20 years. <laughs> you won't kick me out like, of my house, baby, will you? You wouldn't do that to I me. You creep on one damn floorboard, <laughs> and after 90 years, you're kicked out of the house. That's some Sorry. bullshit. I know it is. Yeah. It's kind of it's disheartening to think that John, you can't. John, just, John doesn't do the exorcisms, but you know he could just be like, oh, yeah, he's gone now. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> I wanted to ask him some more questions. Like, So like ghost spirits, demons, Like, how does that work? Like, When you get into a house, you're like, nah, that's not a ghost. See, he said he said that he uh, there's a lot of crazy people out there, so he doesn't do in home visits anymore. And I, I, like, I you think this is this is one. No, listen, this is one of those worlds what? that's like, oh yeah, it's easy to mock. But my God, if ever I saw anything like that, I would immediately piss myself. You Let me help you out here. Let me not go to someone's house at night by myself to look for a ghost <laughs> that they said is in their house. Because he might be a murderer. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I got this ghost in my house real quick. I'm gonna need you to come need by. You to go. The <laughs> guys, he's been, the the ghost has been killing people right and left. You gotta come by, stop him. And now you're looking at some dude with a wig on his head. Can you use that as a defense? Can somebody say, "Yo, I was possessed for a couple of minutes and <laughs> no. then I killed somebody"? You can no, use that for sure. Me? You could definitely use Kevin, that as a defense. Kevin. Kevin, sure. not a chance. Nobody's no done chance. it before, though. That's the only reason. That's why you're saying that. You think no one's done that before? Be, no, be possessed. Me. There's some psychos out there that have. There's people using that as a, a defense, and people Your are sitting there I like, didn't mean "To uh, murder everyone in my family, there was a demon. There's and, a demon uh, inside me, and he said I was a chicken if I didn't do it. You so I had to. You can't, but I'm just saying that's that's like that's a that's airtight to me. That's an airtight defense. That's listen, almost listen. We want almost, we want John back on the show. So it's almost like Norman Bates. It's like yeah, yeah. He, he thought he was his mom. That the spirit of his mother possessed him to to do that. It's just like uh, I don't. It didn't work for him. Again, that's a TV show and a movie. J- John's out there living this. All right, I know He's it's based off of real. World. Those stories are based off of some real facts. So someone was actually in a hotel doing these things. This has been another great episode of the Final Forecast featuring me, one of your co-hosts, Kevin Jones. And I'm Deshaun Butler. And we got our producer, Dave, here picking up the slack for John, who's a slacker, and Ashley, who couldn't be yes. with us today. So I can't uh, wait Ash. to not say anything again. I'm just Ash. <laughs> John's definitely either. a slacker, though. What a lazy he- guy. Yeah, he's a he's a real piece of work, uh, and that's I, I didn't want to just work. like him. I know. <laughs> Where are they Who now? wants to say work when you call someone a piece? <laughs> yeah, he's a real piece of work. Yeah. He just like takes the steam out of it. Yeah. Well, uh, need everybody to go and to subscribe to our podcast wherever podcasts are subscribed at. And because uh, we don't know, we just we do this for you. <laughs> we actually we do have this no stuff for you guys. Other reason to do this. I'm not computer savvy, so we'll let Dave take over and explain to you where you can listen to our podcast, basically in every podcast scenario, if that just, even makes sense. Just don't listen to it in the pod. All right. Please. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Love you, people. Help spread the word about our podcast. Leave us a review and tell a friend.